you ever talk to yourself? Oh, all the time. All especially yep. when I'm in the when I'm in net and I'm by myself. Oh boy. Uh-huh. Do you do you call yourself Travis? You're like, damn it, Travis, come on now. You, you know, I really do think that some of the stuff that I say to myself when I'm in the net that, that I edit out of the vlog is some of the best stuff. But I'm, yeah. I, I, I don't want people to like, like get on me for this kind of stuff. Like, for, let me just paint a picture because I'm not really providing any context. So I'm in the yeah. net. Let's say I get, uh, I make a couple nice saves. You know, maybe I make a nice blocker save, a little rebound, a nice little pad save. Everything's going great. And then a shot save the side of the net. I go to project my glove to make a save, but I project it too high, and I know damn well in my mind, you just got to lower the glove a little bit and we'll be good to go. And then yeah. they skate away, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, damn it, come on. Come on. You suck, dude. You, you can't be that doing that. to yourself? Oh, yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, Travis, what, what would what would, what would would Pasco say? What would my father say if he was here? Is your dad named Pasco? No, 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 no. Pasco's my goalie coach. My dad's oh. name's Frank. I was, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know your dad was Russian. Pascal? No. Uh, Pasco, the Italian Pasco, goalie coach. Pasco, the Itali- yes. Italian. He's Italian. I like that. Pasco. Pasco, the yeah, chef's the kiss, ball. the great yeah. goalie coach. She's a hua. She's a hua. Um, he's an amazing guy. Speaking of which, we uh, we got a couple things to go over. We got a viewers of the week. We also got to give a big shout out, big thank you to the folks at Manscaped. We got a new contract. We are excited. We, we are We are... Just beyond giddy. Uh, five more months of Manscaped, which is amazing. So we got Manscaped until um, that. end of July. I'm so, so excited. Thank you to everybody for your support. You, know, you supporting us, picking up lawnmowers, all this kind of stuff makes it possible. And also Manscaped for hopping on board. So uh, this isn't an ad. Just want to give a big thanks for uh, making this podcast financially possible because right. it's, uh, it's not a lot of money involved. But it's for me, it's one of my favorite things, if not my favorite thing to do every week. I think Pat feels the similarly. Maybe like this gets more. Yes, but. Sir. Yes, sir. Well, I'm not doing skits right now because I don't have time to. So, you know, it's I'm podcast every week. It's definitely something, something fun, fresh, different. It's it. It's good to mix up what you're doing. Do you feel that? You get, yeah. Like do the vlog too much, you just kind of get like, like I don't. For me, I get a little bored. I'm like, I need to do something different. So it's like nice to have mix in like vlog, podcast, skit. I don't know. Keeps things fresh, in my opinion. I was going to mention this to you the other day because I was—I actually was thinking this in my mind. I feel like you and me are similar personality types like for this, and I think a lot of people listening or watching is like things need to change because like the same repetitiveness of like let's say like you punch yeah. into a job every day at 9 a.m. You leave at 5 p.m. for a year straight. It's just like you're you're not even mentally there. You've checked out. You, you need some some difference, some, something to change, which is why podcasting is great. You know, we can have guests. We can have a talk. Hockey's great. You can work on the power play. You can work on the PP. You can do yeah. some breakaways. You could just even have a shower. Some like, like maybe showers. you go to the rink. You have a shower. You go home. You don't even get on the ice. You can do a lot of things. But uh, I agree. Unpredictability is key. I agree. If it's the same, I get bored in the same routine over and over again. But it's it's tough too because you get so used to it, and then like you get scared to change it because you get so comfortable in that. But then at the same time, it's so hard to stay motivated if everything's the same every single day so it's like you gotta and for video purposes what i'm doing like i'll be doing videos that i know like will do well for views but it's like if i do this video every single week i'm gonna get bored doing it and if, even though if like so like last week i threw in that video like we did a kind of like a skit interview it's mm-hmm. fresh and it was like fun and a little change up a little break from doing the same thing over and over again so like the people that watch it also get that and I feel like that's uh, 
key for staying motivated, in my opinion, or just to keep things fresh. So just tips. You know, we're out here, we're giving you guys tips if, for anyone doing things, <laughs> anyone out there that does things and stuff and activities. Just listen to us. It says words. Yeah, it says words. So we're, we're just be more like us. Like school, as an example, you go to school every single day. You're going to get bored of it. You got to skip, skip classes, skip days, you know? But you don't skip this podcast. No, definitely don't do that. Every Sunday. Hopefully everybody's not uh, disgruntled about that. I did get a couple of messages from people that are like, I can't listen to the podcast on day one because it's not on Thursday. Sunday's going to be tough. I feel like the the feedback was a little bit better for a Sunday than a a Thursday. So hopefully everybody's not uh, disgruntled. If you're new here, the podcast is Sling the Biscuit. Every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, we got you on Apple, Spotify, Google, everywhere you get podcasts and the YouTube video version. People ask ask, the YouTube video version is uh, our preferred uh, viewing platform Mm -hmm. of choice if you are listening to the car. So please... Stop your car, turn around, go home, fire up the YouTube version, and we'd love to yes. see you back in the video version. Um, we got a we got a couple of things to start off hot out of the gate. You want to talk about Avery? Yes, Sean. Yes, Sean. This, Dude, this he exciting. was he was the talk of the hockey world last week. Everyone was talking about Sean Avery. Why? Because all of a sudden he's just like, well, what, how long ago was that video where he it came out of him like on his like public skate and hadn't skated for ten years or whatever. Yeah, so he put Month on his back? podcast probably like a good, because I listen to his podcast every week, probably a good like two to three weeks before the video came out, and then you get this video coming out of him skating at a men's league skating. I don't know about you, I looked at the video and I was like... He looked, he looked bad. He looked absolutely terrible. Like like he hadn't skated in 10 years. It, honestly, you know? it looked like he hadn't skated in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> like it was it, really man. bad. He uh, he said in his podcast the big problem he had was how much the gears changed, like the skates had changed, the pants have changed, which makes sense. Um, but he did not look very good, and then uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, he signs the Orlando Solar Bears, and then every former tough guy NHL enforcer is coming out of the woodworks and waking yeah, up was, saying, "Hey, I wouldn't mind a contract." What was the dude's name? Mac? I'm drawing a blank. George Larock. George Larock. No, 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 no. Larock said it, but the dude who oh, uh, Matt Barnaby. Barnaby, because they had an ongoing feud, I guess. But like, I looked it up; mm-hmm. they never fought. Like, so Avery would be like a pest to him, and never would fight him. So mm-hmm. Barnaby obviously hated him. And then, did you see the video of Barnaby skating in his backyard rink? Yeah, I see. <laughs> he looked so. He looked like an old man trying to make it up and down the ice. It was a riot. I saw. But, I, th- I think it was Spin Shetland's post that the, the East Coast Hockey League is slowly going to be coming into the or turning into the WWE. But I thought the best comment I saw out there. Somebody messaged me that wanted me to tell you. They said, "Please ask Jeremy Broder how does he feel about the potential playing against Sean Avery? Because obviously the whole Marty Broder Sean Avery thing. Yeah. Now he's going to play against his son. How unreal would that be? Just like I'm uh, picturing funny. it right now." Sean Avery in the crease for the for the uh, Orlando Solar Bears against Jeremy Broder at the uh, the Portland Superdome, the Portland Energy Center, cross, whatever you guys call cross it. Cross Insurance Arena. Cross Insurance Arena. I, I would it pay good been money funny. for that. I think everyone checked the schedule to make sure, but we don't play them again. But like when he signed, do we play Orlando again? Everybody's uh, checking their schedule. When do we play yeah. the Solar Bears? Yeah. It, it would have been funny to see, because obviously Brodor and Avery had the long feud there. But uh, I I did like chat briefly with it like to um, with Jeremy about it, but he he didn't really give too much emotion towards it. Like, he didn't really. It's not like uh, his dad holds grudge about their like feud. You know, like he's over it. I feel like 
I'm sure like when he was like he was a kid, Jeremy, I'm sure he was like he hated Avery, you know. Like <laughs> just watching did. his dad, you know, watching his dad like all the time, just like feuding with him. I'm sure he hated him. Yeah. And, and yeah, apparently many people many people did that he played against. <laughs> Do you see that Jeremy have you Ritter. seen I, I checked um like highlights of Avery because I was just super curious of after that I'm like I kind of I'm gonna go watch how we play it again. Like obviously like, we used to watch when we were kids, but see highlights and his like strategies were to be like he was he's the best like pest ever in the like in the NHL. The, like the way he got under people's skin and pissed people off. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's I don't think anyone does it as did it as good. But like his strategy. There was an audio of him yelling over the, to the other team's bench, like at like one of their big guys, their fighters or whatever. And he's like, "You come near me again, I'm taking Saint Louis's head off. Like, fucking come near me again, I'm gonna fucking take Saint Louis's head off." And that's his strategy. So I was like, "Oh shit! All right, maybe I shouldn't go near him now because if he's just gonna go run our star player, probably a bad idea." I feel like his strategy was so genius. Like it, it wasn't a, a masterful trip, but it was just to get in your mind. Like to, I'm going to come after your star player. The yeah. comments with Dion Phaneuf. Like it's just to get in your mind. He's penetrated, you know, the, oh, yeah. the outside shell, and now he's planted his seed and he's ready to roll. That that sounds disgusting now that I think about it. But that was his strategy, <laughs> and it it worked for how many years did he play? Like Sean Avery was the Good man. Ten years when, when probably. He was, oh yeah, he was the man. I I, I love Sean Avery. He, I will point I, out. Uh, I love that you love him. I mean, like. Yeah, I, I, I love a, that you love that I love him. I was indifferent, like, because, like, I obviously was a Bruins fan growing up, so I wasn't, like, huge on Avery because, like, I wanted the Bruins always to win. But a lot of people, the vast majority that of people did not like him. So it's, I think it's funny that you were, like, genuinely a fan of him even when he was playing. So on that note, I so you and I talked probably like what three days, two days after he got released about hey maybe now we should pull the trigger to try day, to get him on the podcast. I think the day of was it the day of? Cause yeah, like I texted well, you the day of. It it might have been a day or two after because I think I took a day to reply to because I, I forgot or whatever, oh, and then something went off my brain. I was like, you know what? If he's charging three hundred bucks for a podcast appearance, like now would be the time. Like now is the time to get some value yeah. out of the guy. So I emailed Sean Avery. I got a reply back probably within like thirty minutes. Like, hey man. I'm shooting a movie the next three weeks. I uh, won't be able to have any free time. I asked him, like, when can you make some free time? I, we'd love to have you. I never heard back. I'm curious if it was a publicity stunt. Um, Maybe. If if he genuinely did want to try out and things didn't work out. Because he said in his Instagram story, he just wants to be with his family. He, he, this isn't for him. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's But then he conveniently had the movie job lined up. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. Because he hasn't posted that on social, but he told me that over the email. Yeah. So you're working on a movie for three weeks, but you're just on an NHL trial or an East Coast tryout making your comeback. And it's not like he's going to come in, hey, coach, I got, I need three weeks off. I got to go shoot a movie in Hollywood, if you don't mind. Like, that's not going to work. No, it wouldn't. I, I did see that, too, because I had a friend on, or who's on Orlando, and I texted him. I was like, how's Avery doing down there? And then he was like, oh, like you actually just released him. Like, because he replied actually a day later, I think. And he was just like, interesting guy, you know, like whatever. And then showed me the text that he sent in their group chat when he was leaving. The Avery sent? Yeah. And essentially was just like, yeah, you 
wouldn't realize like how much you like miss your kid, you know, being away from the kid at especially at my age. Like something that you guys probably like don't understand yet. Blah blah blah. Gave them some like motivational words and whatever, and left his number for them, and that was that. So it seemed, it seemed as if he thought about it and then realized that wasn't what he wanted to do. You know, like from his point of view, it was like, okay, I, I want to try this. Then all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> the know? movie thing does make you think, though. That like yeah. he knew he was doing the movie role and. I, don't know, I would never say that to his face. Like, there's no way I'm saying that to his face. But uh, if if you have Buddy's number, maybe there's a way to kind of streamline, streamline the process. You ask Buddy for Avery's number. You you take care of it or send it to me or whatever. And then we get a little faster reply. Just just an idea. Just an idea to I get mean, on the podcast. It is. I just feel like, I don't know. He, that would be like breaching their, their trust. I is feel it? like he wouldn't even give it. I don't know. Maybe he would. Maybe I, he wouldn't. If I was in the position and somebody came across in a good way, I'd be like, okay, I will reach out to Sean and ask if it's okay. Like, kind of like one of those. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that, that was exciting. I, that kept me on the edge of my seat all week. I was trying to find updates. I was creeping the solar bear social media. Yeah, I was trying to find any sniff of info I yeah. could. But Everyone, there's no video of him skating. No. The the common the, uh, denominator or opinion on, online of, like, players are like, oh, he's just trying to get attention. He's... He's attention hungry, like always broke. He needs money, like all these different things are just popping out. And of course, that's like the rumor, the rumor mill. You did hear so, from a very credited source that he is broke and needs money, though, right? Someone, well, I didn't hear from that source. I heard from someone who heard from someone that heard from that source. So it's like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. That's how I took it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but maybe not too. You know that 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 rumor would go around about anyone. <laughs> like always oh, broke, so that's why he's doing what he's doing. Like, who knows? I mean, it's like Floyd, like Floyd Mayweather. Everyone says he's broke all the time, but he's who still knows? dressed like a pimp. Yeah, only he speaking knows. of speaking of broke. Let me tell you somebody who is broke. Me and you, which is why we're going to talk to you about the folks at Manscaped.com, the lawnmower four, the best in class. Now, here's the setup I want you to picture at home, folks. Whether you're in the car, you're at the gym at the bottom of your squat rack, you're at the rink, you're at home mopping the floors with the podcast on your speaker setup or on YouTube, whatever you're doing. Summer's rolling around right around the corner, right? We got Easter coming up. We got the the summer season. I was about to say the holiday season for a second. You want to look good, right? We're going to be in the beaches, right? The sweater I'm wearing right now, it's got to come off. The hat's got to come off, right? The shorts got to come off. We got to get into some nice, you know, Speedos, right? We got to show off that figure this summer, this this yeah. summer season. And the folks at Manscaped are going to help you do it. You're going to be more aerodynamic, right? You're in the pool. You're going to be faster. You're going to tread water a little bit easier, a little bit better. And... Get a little bit of speed going for your lady. Granted, you're going to trim the chesticles. She's not going to have someone to hang on to like she had to before. But you're going to be fast. You're going to be dynamic. And that's what we want with the folks at Manscaped.com with the Lawnmower 4. Pat, how do you feel about that? Funny enough, I actually had a real-life situation where the Manscaped Lawnmower saved my life. Mm. Recently, this past week. And I thought mm. about it. So I'm here. You know how time you get busy with hockey and life and then you forget to shave? And my girlfriend comes, and all of a sudden, we're, like, hanging out, and then I look down, and I'm like, ooh, I have a bush right now. What a, whoa, you know? Where did that come from? Jeez. So I ran to the bathroom, and I didn't really have time to do, like, a full shave, you know? 
but I'm like, oh crap, like I need to trim it up quick here and boom, Manscaped sitting right there in my, in my bathroom, grab a quick, quick trim back in here. Like it never happened. Like I never had the bush. And, and then I thought about in that moment, I was like, damn, like this is what it's all about. This is what Manscaped's all about. You know, this is why, this is why we do what we do. This is why we're, we love them as a sponsor. This is why they made their product for, for moments like that. Because so, you can be like Pat Shea and yeah. not have your old lady flossing with your bush, looking like a member of the Al-Qaeda. Yeah. When you have the lawnmower 4 from Manscaped and the best a man can get, uh, please, Gillette, do not come after us with a lawsuit. But uh, hey, manscaped.com, link in the video description, Absolutely. promo code BISCUIT, B-I-Z-K-I-T, 20% off, free ship, and Pat Shea ships all orders, effective I immediately. Do. And uh, we'd like to say thank God you bless. as always for uh, supporting did you say? Did you say member of Al Qaeda just now? Yes, I. Yes, I did. <laughs> Maybe yes, cut I did. that out. Maybe cut. That can, out. can Can I not say that? I think I can. Say I that. just. I don't, probably not. No. Oh. <laughs> like, okay. Look. Look down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe cut that out. I don't. Yeah. Everything was hot. Another thing on the uh, chopping block. I've been kind of thinking about this for a while. I've been kind of putting little feeders out there online, but I feel like the NHL has lost its touch. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not the same game. It's not as exciting. Like I, it's a little bit different because I'm on a different time zone. Like I'm sleeping when ninety percent of the games are on. I'm waking up when the the West Coast games are finishing. But uh, the yeah. NHL's just—it's not exciting anymore. I don't find any—I don't find a reason to watch it. And you—you uh, you have some evidence to back this that you found in your studies. Yeah, your PowerPoint I mean, we've, presentation we've as well. Talked, correct. We've talked about it briefly about how their marketing kind of is not that good, especially compared to other sports. Um, I came up on a tweet last night and I was like, this would be a good topic to discuss on the pod. So this guy, I'll credit him, Jace Greenberg. He seemed, I don't know. He seems to be some type of media presence. But he says, how the NHL should know they're currently in marketing trouble. One, most people had zero clue about the outdoor game last night, which fair, I did not know about the out- outdoor game. Now, And I had no idea as well. Maybe I'm a bad example, but I feel like you're not. I feel like you're pretty in tune with, like, watching hockey. Like, I'm kind of a here-and-there guy watching hockey. and But still, either way, I had no idea about this outdoor game. And then he says, two, on the contrary, I knew about it and actively didn't care enough to watch. When diehards have stopped watching, you have a major problem. So, yeah, that's true. That would be a major problem. Uh... <sighs> I don't know what what it is, if it's they're like, they're just going, they're being too soft, they want to be too polite, correct, and it's just causing their, like, viewership. Now, hold, hold on for a second. Go down. We, we have talked so many times about uh, personality lacking in the game, the yeah, characters gone, all that kind of stuff. One thing that I don't think we've touched on is, what about the actual game changing? Do you think it's for the worse? I, I think the game has changed a lot, even in the last... It has. 10, uh, maybe not even 10 years. I would say uh, maybe in the last eight, maybe seven, eight years, the game's changed a lot. And especially compared to, like let's say, 20 years ago, like there's no... Uh, there's, there's minimal physical, um, you know, aggression, contact out there. Like, yeah, you got a couple, like, little hits against the boards, but there's no, like... like, like I'm sure you remember growing up, like Dion Phaneuf just yeah. murdering guys Brooks running through the middle of the ice. Loved Orpic, Orpic. He, Loved him. Who, who, who did Orpic kill in the playoffs? Like, just 
buried him. Who was all that? of Detroit? Oh. Remember he had the four yes. or five hits on one shift. He just went like mm-hmm. back forth in the corner, <laughs> just drifting. And, guys. and the Dustin Bufflin, Dustin Bufflin, absolutely mm-hmm. just laying guys out and and the ragdolling guys like that physical yeah. toughness, that grit. That's what makes the NFL great, and that's what the NHL seems to be Dude. lacking. Like there's no, if you have a big hit, there's a fight. I can think of, honest to God, I can think of one big hit in the last. There's not a lot. Actually. Now three, four years, really. and, and it's when. Truba murdered uh, McKinnon and just like uh, KO'd him. That's the only one I can think of, and that was this year. But uh, that's followed by a fight, and, and it ruins the game. I feel like you have a great hit, the, mm. the game gets exciting, and then we're gonna kill momentum with a fight. And yeah, if you're the other team, you want to put I, that that momentum out. But as a I've fan, never, it's boring. I never understood the fight after a clean hit, though. Like if it's a clean hit, guy got shoulder to chest. Got caught, hit it. Got caught and got hit. It is what it is, it, to me. You know, if mm-hmm. it's a blatant like charging or they run at him, headshot. It's like that's a different story. Fight, of course, that's cheap. But yeah, I never understood the clean. But we don't see that anymore. Like you're you're given examples. Like every, I remember growing up, I loved the Penguins um, Washington rivalry. Orpik and Ovechkin would run each other every game. They wouldn't. Even they wouldn't even fight, but they would just you know that every single game because they wanted to be like they were big hitters, both of them. Orpik wanted to hit and knock down Ovechkin, Ovechkin the same to Orpik, and they would do it every single game. That was exciting. But now, I ne- you, as you said it, I'm like, I think you're right. Like, there's really not big hits anymore, and I I don't know if that's like a people not knowing how to hit cleanly, big. You know, like if you put shoulder to chest or shoulder to shoulder, you can still hit big but i feel like people i don't know they're not doing it anymore i feel like there's just not those guys anymore there's less of those guys that are good at hitting well and fighting's out of the game too it feels like i i don't even remember the last time i saw a decent hockey fight and oh, I, I think yeah it's people less, talk about like nice goals slowly. like well yeah well and people talk about the nice goals like the zegris like the michigan goals they're, they're awesome and stuff but think about soccer for a second there's no contact in soccer there's lots of beautiful goals in soccer I don't yeah. watch soccer. I don't really care about soccer. And a lot there's of a pole. A lot, of, a lot more people care about soccer than hockey. <laughs> yes, but we're talking about North America. In Europe, they're nuts about soccer. But in, in USA, Canada, not so much. That's but true. believe it or not, I saw a poll the other day. And I believe it was it was something along the lines of like 10%, 9%, 10% of, of adults aged 18 to 25 will watch like MLS soccer and only like six to 7% will watch the NHL. And then you have like 70% for the NFL, but like the MLS, according to the study that I saw on Instagram, the soccer in the USA is more popular than hockey. And I I couldn't believe it. It it never was that way. But I I know North American, USA, Canada soccer has grown a lot in the last couple of years of the Olympics and all that kind of stuff. But hockey is just dying, dude. Like I find myself too, sorry to interrupt you there. I find myself too, like uh, all the SHL games I've been going to, I've I've been loving them. I've been really excited. I've been enjoying them. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why? Because in the grand scheme of things, the SHL games that I go to with Callie, my boy, shout out Callie. Sorry, I got to get the plug in there. Uh, Wally. (laughs) All the games are on a little bit less of a level in the NHL, but I find the game so much more exciting because, and I think there's just, there's no bullshit. 
right? Like I know yeah. there's if there's a big hit, there's not going to be a big fight. There isn't a lot of hitting in Sweden, but there's a lot of nice plays. The plays are fast, and and there's no bullshit in between the games. Like this, um, like when they do like thirty giveaways during each period, yeah. when they give away like a gumball, they give away like some used <laughs> shoelaces and a boot, all this kind of stuff, and then they do like the chuck a puck, and then they have the kids play three on three for ten minutes in between, like all this stuff. It just it distracts from the game. Like I paid twenty dollars tonight to come watch SHL hockey and I got SHL hockey. Don't get me wrong, there is there is some stuff every now and then, but with the NHL I'm paying a hundred dollars a ticket for a family of four, so four hundred bucks. I gotta buy parking. I gotta buy me and the wife a beer. I gotta buy the kids a hot dog and chips, maybe like a hat, you know, maybe for Jeez. the missus because she you know, stuff like that. That's a five hundred dollar outing and that's a Winnipeg yeah. Jets cheap game, let alone a Toronto Maple Leafs game for a thousand bucks. Also I think too, political or not the restrictions to only have vaccinated people is hurting because you don't have as uh, big of an audience as you could bring yeah. in. But um, yeah, I, th- I think true. it's safe to say the NHL is dying. It is really dying. Yeah. I, and I know I've said this before, but Gary Vee said it too. Speaking of like we, I know I was talking about NFTs. Was that before the pod? Probably. But, yes, before the podcast. <clears throat> um, Gary Vee like does these like overrated underrated things and hockey came on and he was like so i think he went like underrated he's like hockey used to be top four sport in america it's like now i feel like it's like seven eight like it's not even in the top five he's like seven eight nine it's dropping it's like mma surpassed it but mma is becoming two in america like next would you say number one we said, would, you, would you say number one? I would say number one. I feel like the M- MMA is like more UFC, exciting. like UFC specifically mm-hmm. as a league, is more exciting for me. Of course, I like I watch UFC more than any sport. Like I'm not, I don't watch football, basketball, and whatever. I think in terms of like in America, like I feel like football probably is the top sport still, like viewership wise and whatnot. I feel like UFC might, like it's got to be up there right like it's, if not it's climbing if it's if it's not too it has through. to be the uh like everywhere i see online i see people talking about the ufc about the upcoming fights even people here in sweden talking about oh did you, you yeah. know masvidal's fighting next weekend you know g I, I know it was a long time ago gsp is fighting bisping's fighting like all these big fights coming up i know they're not fighting but uh, I don't I don't hear much about the NFL. Granted, different time zones too. It's tough to watch an afternoon football game when everybody's going to bed here in Sweden, and that's a, yeah. probably a, a, not a fair uh, comparison. But um, this is yeah, interesting. The, the UFC is is growing. Also, we have some breaking news. This this Saturday night is going to be the yeah. first time I don't harass Pat over Facetime. Hey, can you turn the camera on so I can watch the Masvidal Covington fight? We have a streaming site. We're set up. We're ready to roll. We're not sharing it yet. Uh, actually, no. The podcast is going up after the fight. You want to? You want to tell people this fight or no? No, honestly, no, I I just don't even want to risk them getting shut down. Okay, because <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's it's been working now for me since like November, perfectly. Every single big pay per view has worked perfectly. HD. Okay. And like, there's it like glitches out for like a second and will come right back. It's like because they're streaming it, but HD. And I'm like, yo, like I'm keeping this DL. I'm not telling people, except, except like, for Trav. Yeah, except Trav and a few other close friends I'll share with. But it, it's nice. It's definitely nice. And we're excited. Well, and, You're and excited. this upcoming weekend is the big. I would say outside of a McGregor comeback, this is probably the most exciting fight of the year. 
I think uh, I'd, I'd agree, actually. I'd, I think because their backstory. Like, obviously, Masvidal well, is exciting. Covington shit talks. Then they have the backstory. They used to be best friends. Mm-hmm. Well, granted, yes, we have a whole lot of year left. We have nine months left, so there could be some you know crazy fight. I, I would I would lose my marbles for McGregor Masvidal. I would contemplate leaving Sweden to go watch a uh, McGregor Masvidal fight live. It passed, it, I think. I think the, the timeline to have that happen. Yeah, I think they off. They missed it. It it would have been perfect, so perfect, right after the the Diaz um, fight. So like yeah. right when Masvidal came off the BMF, have McGregor fight Masvidal for the BMF title. It was the perfect time. That was when Masvidal was he was the <laughs> shit. Yeah, and. They they let it pass, and even still, like the Usman fight, like he had hype going into that first Usman fight, and then he lost, obviously, and it kind of dampered a little, and then he lost again. He got knocked out, it dampered a bit, you know. I feel like the decision was a little bit, but like the, that deadly KO that 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 kind of changed for every everybody, yeah, like I, the excitement of watching. I shouldn't say it's dead. Like if Masvidal and McGregor had a pay per view card. It would do crazy numbers, but not what it would have done, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I think the prime time to do it is past. It would still f- be up there for one of the top pay-per-views of UFC history, 100%. That's, like, for sure. But the prime time passed, I guess is what I'm saying. It, I hope they do fight, though, honestly. It, it would be it would be amazing. I, I just love... Uh... I love when Conor McGregor gets mad and he becomes more Irish in his accent and he starts yelling and shouting and and how about a proper Irish whiskey for a proper Irishman? Proper, he has his bottle of whiskey on. Proper, a proper twelve, a proper whiskey for a proper Irishman. Doctor like, Stoppage. <laughs> Dude, I was trying to like learn his voice the, uh, last week just randomly in my room. I was trying to like do it. It's kind of tough. It is kinda, very tough because he like exaggerates everything. He's like a Floyd guy. Good for the good for the Logan guy, you know. Getting in there with Floyd, Floyd looks a bit fat to me. He looks a bit fat. The Floyd does, you know. That's a good knock. Good on him. Good on him. Like, I love when you get, when you get him mad when you ask him what Khabib, and he's like, "What do you think about Khabib as the greatest? What do you want? That man done nothing. He done nothing for the sport. What did he done? Huh? He got <laughs> fat. He, done? he got fat. <laughs> he got fat. Those are fighting words. Where is he? Huh? Where is he now? <laughs> he is pissed. It's a really oh. still pissed about it. I hope he I, I, comes back and wins, dude. We need, we need more McGregor. You know, honestly, if he's if he's the way that he's been the last two years, I'm good with him just going off without winning. I I miss the old McGregor, like this, like calling people names, calling out people's wives, just yelling and shouting. I'm not a fan of that. Like he just seems mad and pissed off, as opposed to like this, like confident, you know, um, yeah, loose. You know, uh, masterful Conor McGregor. Like he has these witty one-liners. He's in control at all times. He's funny. He's funny as shit because it just rolls off the top of his head, and he says it with confidence and with poise. And then he goes out and just absolutely uh, a masterful performance. That that's the stuff that really got me excited about watching him. Yeah, uh, twenty fifteen when he started blowing up. I think it's tough but, when you lose. It's just different. It's tough to have the same swagger when you're not winning. When everything's going I think perfect. It's it should go, it does go hand in hand, you know. I feel like Khabib took a soul. Like when Khabib uh, made him tap, like yeah. you can see the soul leave his body. That was a tough one for him, hundred percent. Because he he was so tomorrow night on Saturday night, I'm gonna make this man Saturday pay with night. his life. Oh wait, no, sorry, that was that was what he said to Poirier. Life. Yeah, he did. He's gonna, he's gonna pay with his life. Dead yeah, in that octagon. <laughs> 
I'm gonna have really? fun with you, mate. I'm gonna smack ya. I'm gonna smack ya. And then he gets dominated. Yeah, I mean, he had a, a proper smack. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a good, uh, I can't remember if it was the second or third round he had a good one, but the third or fourth round when he got tapped out, he got dominated by Khabib. First round was terrible. He came he back did. and beat Cowboy, though. He smoked Cowboy. In forty seconds, that was a great fight, and then uh, then he took another Poirier. year off. It was the time. It was the time off was killing him. Yeah, and then the like Poirier loss. Yeah, and then he snapped his leg. Yeah, I, I love the hey, it's setting up we, for we, a perfect comeback, though. It it is, but hold on, we like interviews wise, this right here is why the NHL is dying. You have these cliche interviews, get pucks deep, all the kind of BS. Yeah. That there, there's nothing really endearing about the setting. Conor McGregor breaks his leg. He's got his legs snapped. He's on a stretcher. Joe Rogan, hey, uh, Connor, Joe here. Uh, tell me what happened there. How you feeling right now? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Joe. <laughs> I, I love the memes. I was the blatant head off him, kicking him, you know, throwing shins. Oh, there was no check. There was no check at all. Yeah. Dude, I-, I love the memes that went around after that. Joe Rogan, like, it, it took the pose of him leaning on his knee next to him, and it was, yeah. like, putting him in different situations of, like, the world. Like it was like, (laughs) yeah, it was hilarious. Joe Rogan interviewing, and he had the microphone next to it. I forget some of the like the situations, but it was priceless. Yeah, I I know he's he's told to do that. Like producers, like you know, you got to go interview him, but like he's got to be like, I really don't want to do this. The dude just snapped his leg in half. Do you think I want to interview him? Okay, well, I guess he can't walk. I'll do it. He wouldn't have done it to anyone else. No, just McGregor. Yeah, hundred percent. You have to. Look what you look what you you got. Your wife is in my DMs, baby. I'll hit you back later. That, you get that's one of the like... best <laughs> one-liners ever. <laughs> your wife, your it's wife's a, in my DMs. Meme. Everyone's saying it. Now it sets up for his comeback. You know, when, when do you think he's going to come back? What are we? February? Uh, we're almost March. So, I think there. some point in this year, in the uh, summer. He's, he's so maybe to. yeah, July, August, maybe September. August, he comes maybe. back. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to get in shape once he can. Like once he can start training like MMA again, though, he's gonna have to cut down some pounds. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's huge thick. right now. His head's yeah. like a balloon, dude. <laughs> oh, he's thick. He doesn't gotta cut no weight, so he can get ginormous. Yes, he can. The I'm, um, sorry, the go one ahead. Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say the one NHL interview recently that was was good was uh, the Matthews one. He showed a, he showed a little spice. Yeah. What his face? Probably the only decent interview in a while. And, yeah. and I told Pat this. I, I stood behind it. So Matthews goes face first into the crossbar, loses some teeth. His lip is blown up like a balloon. And I still think he looks better than some of these white girls out there getting their lip injections done like this. Some of them look. I see these fit girls on Instagram. These you know influencer <laughs> ladies, and they get their lip injections done, and they look like they got knocked out. They got like punched I, right in the face. I've like, never <laughs> been a fan of that. No. Like. Like a lot of girls would do it. Like obviously the celebrities do it. So then like you'll have these like normal everyday girls just like getting lip injections, and I'm like it doesn't it doesn't look good. I, like I don't know. I, personally, I don't think so. Maybe some guys might disagree, but I just I don't think it looks great when people get like big puffy uh, lips. Not my thing. No, I I agree. Maybe uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this or not. But uh, me, me and Callie were talking about this. Uh, you know, the other night over dinner. We were, and shout out to my boy Clanger, as Pat calls him. Bang, the Clang Bang. We, uh, <laughs> we, were, uh, we, we were talking about that, and there's just something, I don't know, maybe my dad's going to turn the, the podcast off now hearing this, but like, there's something nice about a, a natural lady. Like, there's no, 
like nice personality. There's no fakeness. She doesn't have yeah. these like balloon injected lips that, that look like she just got knocked out. Like I'm, I'm not kidding. You could literally knock somebody out and their lips wouldn't be that blown up. I feel yeah. like, and was, like, like stuff like that. You know, you have these like fake melons, like, I don't know. There's just something nice about like a natural lady, like simplicity. I agree. I'm all for the natural. Yeah. My my woman and I we've joked a couple of times. Well, I think she I think she's joking about uh, like lip injections or, or stuff. And I'm like, please, please don't. Do it. don't. I'm, Baby, I'm no. begging you. I'm begging you, please. Babe, <sighs> Actually, this is it. this is a good story. This is a good story for you. I'll, I'll tell you. So uh, when was this? This is about uh, four years ago. So I get real. Um, I, I tell my college team at VIU I'm not coming back. I do my, you know, tryout signings, all this kind of stuff, get released, whatnot. So fast forward to November, I have no team. And uh, I'm living with my, my last girlfriend at the time. And uh, I told her, I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive halfway across the country to go back to the university. I'm going to go ask coach for a second chance and see if, uh, you know, I, I can find a way to get back on the team. So, you know, try to show that, uh, you know, humanize myself and endear myself to him for my commitment to spend two days driving and all this stuff. Uh, well, it absolutely was useless. Nothing happened. The guy stared at his feet the entire time. The guy's just like a, a spineless little weasel. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say that, but whatever he is. And uh, so the the this is the time of year where the sun's not coming up a lot. There's only like six, maybe seven hours of sunlight in Canada a day. I don't know. It comes up at like, I guess, uh, 8.30. It leaves at around 4 in Vancouver. And uh, so... To come from Vancouver Island to the mainland, you have to take the ferry, and the ferry leaves, let's say, at around, I don't know, 5 a.m. It'll get you into Vancouver around 8, and that doesn't give me a lot of time to drive through the mountains. I, I really don't like driving through the mountains, especially at night, like especially a potential snowstorm. It could be just a nightmare. So um, I, I hit up a female friend I have. She she does modeling. She's actually, I don't know if I told you, she's the one who's dated a bunch of the Vancouver Canucks. She's kind of... no. She's she's I haven't told you she's set up nicely. She uh huh. she dated Ben Hutton for a year. She dated Jake for Tannen, the Jake for Tannen. Uh could tell you some interesting stories about that guy. And then Jacob Markstrom, even though he was married. This is wow. what she told me. She Markstrom's told, wow. married. You, and yeah, you're, yeah, this is, is is this public information though? <laughs> you exposed uh, this, this guy. Maybe don't put that on the podcast. No, well, whatever. <laughs> Nobody listens to this podcast. This is what I was told by her. <laughs> now, granted, she is an Instagram fit chick. Yes. And she's now she's mar- uh, engaged to a a hotshot lawyer in Vancouver who makes two and a half million sheets a year. Wow! Think think about this for a second. Think about this for a second. We got Ben Hutton, Vertanen, Markstrom, lawyer Trav. There's an outlier here. There is a big outlier here. Yeah, Hutton. It's not two and a half million. It's two and a half welfare checks a month, Trav. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, so I hit her up and I said, "Listen, I I um, I don't want to, you know, drive through the mountains at night. Do you mind if I if I swing out earlier the previous day, crash at your place, and I'll take off at like four in the morning or whatever? Uh, not a problem." And uh, my girlfriend at the time absolutely hated this girl because like like this this girl like who's my friend. Like she's hot, dude. Like she is really, really, really hot. She's got the lip injection. She's got the fakes, like all that, because she's an influencer, right? She's got to look the part. Of course. And um, so I, I didn't tell her I was going to go stay at her place. And nothing, nothing's happened. I'm just, you know, she's nice enough to give me a place to stay. And uh, she, she puts two and two together to kind of figure out. Okay, I think he's, he's over there or whatnot. And she, always, she always told me she wanted to get like a tattoo, right? And I told her I was like, please don't get a tattoo. I, I like you natural. 
So I come back home two days later, and hey, honey, I was going, what the hell is on your arm? She got a sleeve tattoo in the two days wow. that she found out, like, I was going to go, like, stay at this girl's place, like, just to sleep for the night and then head on out. She got yeah. a whole sleeve tattoo, like, from her wrist up to, I couldn't believe it. I said, what was that? She's like, maybe mad. I got a sleeve tattoo. She just got so mad. She just put a full sleeve. <laughs> yeah. That's no weird. joke. No joke. No joke. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. She she dumped me uh, about a month later. And that was, that was actually no. Oh. We don't. Yeah. We split about a week later and then we, we split for good after about a month later after that. Was it the, she, uh, was it the, ta- was it the sleeve tats? Yes. Yeah, sleeve like, tat lady. Yeah. You didn't, she, she didn't like you or you didn't like the sleeve? No, no, no. She gassed me. She got, well, I, I dumped her about a week after that. She was really pissing me off. And uh, tried to fix it, and then about a month after that, then she said, "You know what? This ain't for me, Trev. Ain't gonna work." Yeah. And here we are. Now I uh, I have a new woman. We've signed a lease and apartment back home. That's exciting, dude. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. You guys are, damn, Trev, you're gonna get married and have babies soon. Well, this hold summer. on. Li- listen here for a sec. I was telling the fellows in the locker room about this. Actually, you have to have sex to have babies. You don't do you even have sex. So never mind. But soon. Well, hold on. Listen to me for a second. Listen to me. Yes. My woman is making six G's a month massage therapying. Six Incredible. G's. Six grand, baby. Six G's. So when I come home in uh, April, so I, I book my flight home. Yeah. I'm flying home April 13th. I'm going to come home. I'm going to plunk my ass on the new sectional couch Damn she's right. going to buy. And I'm going to sit there on the 20th floor. And I'm going to go to our balcony, look at the city of Winnipeg and say, Damn. I ain't doing shit today. God I'm going to have dinner ready when she comes home Dual from work. income, too. The mm-hmm, two of you mm-hmm. together? Well, you guys are barely. swimming. You guys are swimmingly. Well, you guys are... one of us is pulling a majority of the weight here. <laughs> you think the masseuse? Yeah, I think you're onto something. But, all right. Uh, I get a no, fun. In all, in all seriousness, she's, uh, she's awesome. She's put up with me being gone for eight months, been uh, sticking around and... She's the breadwinner now, which is great, and uh, we're getting an apartment. I'm excited. Brand new apartment too. We, we were one of the we were the first people to do a viewing of the apartment. She was in person. I was over Facetime, and we of course signed a lease. We got a, an awesome deal on an awesome place, and yeah, it's exciting for when I come home. Damn! And then I'm gonna I'll leave again, like the gypsy that I am in August when the season rolls around again, because I will not be playing anywhere in Canada next year. Yeah, Sweden or Norway. That's the way only. she goes. That's the way mm-hmm. she rolls. Happens. She signed God, up for it. God yep. bless her in your apartment. I'll be, uh, mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be breaking in. I'll break in your apartment. You are not coming to Canada. I'm breaking soon. in your apartment. You imagine you I come home. Know. There's just you in the couch. Hey, Trev. How's it going? <laughs> What's up, Trev? And then you're like, How'd you get here? I was like, I don't know. Like, I thought it'd be funny if you, I just walked in and I was here. And you're like, You went through <laughs> that whole process just for a prank. <laughs> the whole, the the whole vax guard. The Here's the cameras. Here's everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a committed guy. <laughs> I'm, but, I do uh, what I do, for, what I can for the laugh. You, you do what you can, and what you can do is find a new podcast, Sling the Biscuit. This is episode 49. We'll be here with you here for episode 50 next week, every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, 10 a.m. Winnipeg, uh, 8 a.m. Vancouver. What time is that in Sweden? 5 p.m. We're excited. We'd love to have you here on the video version on YouTube, the audio version. Pache, please take us home. Yeah, guys, and if you want to support us. Go buy a lawnmower and hopefully April, maybe sooner, some merch and some mugs slinging the biscuit so you guys can support the boys. If not, we just appreciate you guys listening, especially if you're listening this far in. That is, Mm -hmm. we care and appreciate you even just a little bit more than the ones who stopped listening 
already. Just, you know, a little bit more. So on that note, see you guys next Sunday on God's Day. And uh, mugs and merch, hopefully, uh, middle of April, end of April when I get home. That's the plan to have it done. If it's not, I apologize, but I hope hopefully we'll get it done soon, and we will see you soon next week. Let's do it. Let's on the biscuit. What a podcast. Unbelievable. Give him the old Yager salute. <laughs> <laughs>